My name is Jeremy Rothen, the founder of the GEM Lab and Academy of Gemology. We're based in Cape Town, South Africa, and I'm pleased to share this podcast with you. Our topic is on the subject of increasing your business by selling lab-grown or synthetic gemstones. When you think of the formation of gems, does your mind go to a million-year process? As a gemologist, I find dating methods fascinating. I also find the conflicting opinions around the age of things quite astounding. Granted, some dating methods are extremely accurate, but the interpretation of the results are often questionable. We have always been taught and led to believe in millions and billions of years when we talk of dating methods, but is this factually true? There are two sciences, observational science, which we use in gemology, and historical science, which is theoretical. Observation science, as described by the name, is when we observe something and experiment to draw conclusions. It involves repeatable experiments, observations in the present. Historical science, in contrast, is when we consider things that happened in the past, but which cannot be confirmed in the same way. We simply don't have access to the past that we do the present, because it's gone. And all we're left with is speculation or, at best, circumstantial evidence. We can certainly make intelligent guesses or form reasonable references based on the information we have on rocks and fossils. However, we cannot directly test our conclusions. We cannot repeat the past and therefore cannot observe the accuracy of our assumptions. There are too many factors which we have little or no knowledge of and which can and have resulted in inaccurate conclusions. If I asked you to make sugar crystals, you would mix a saturated solution of sugar and water and leave it in the sun for a day or two for nature to crystallize the sugar. If you used an oven, you would have to get the time and temperature exactly right for nature to crystallize the sugar. If it's too quick, then you're going to get toffee and not beautiful crystals. In order for nature to crystallize sugar crystals in the oven, everything has to be perfect. So my question is, why would that be any different to gemstones grown in a lab? Why is it a ruby the size of a thumb can grow in hours in a lab and not underground? Don't the conditions in the lab have to duplicate nature? Thank you for listening, and if you would like to receive our weekly emails, please send your email address to me so that I can add it to our database. It's free. For online GEM courses, please go to our website, www.gemlab.co.za, or send me an email at jeremy, that's J-E-R-E-M-Y, at gemlab.co.za.